Hey, today's daf is pay gimel. Sorry, pay bet, and we'll begin a new parak. So kol all kelim that can be moved on Shabbos, the delta teimahem, also their doors as well. Me afal even if the doors came off on Shabbos itself. So what are we saying here? So meaning that we we might have certain kelim that actually have doors, for example, teva, migdal, things like that, chests and the like. And even though the door may have come off, you can metal tell why. Reb Chaim says shehem shem kli alehem. They have a shem kli. There are other uses for it. So, despite the fact the door has come off this kli, it's still considered not. It's going to not. Sorry, it's not considered mukta. It's still considered a kli, and it's usable for other contexts. However, But if a door comes off, meaning a physical door from a house comes off, then that's not the same thing. Why? Because their tashmish is only for something's mukhubalakarka, meaning for the ground. Um, and they're not considered mukham for any other purpose. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara says as follows: Kola Kalim Nitalim Bishabas, Daltota Bait Duruba, the Daltota Kalim Duruban, which means that it's Lerubuta. We're gonna each of them have a chidush. We'll see in a second. So Daltota Bait Duruba mean Afalpishnitarkum Arab Shabbos, Asula Taltaja Shabbos. When it comes to the door, a structural door that comes off. The Chiddush is even if it came off on Erev Shabbos. And you might think, oh, if it's come off on Erev Shabbos, then it might be, and they're not considered Mukta anymore. You might think it's only Mukta because it came off on Shabbos itself. No, it's still considered Mukta. Okay? Um, Ari Ruchaim says, <laughs> You might think that, oh, since it came before Shabbos, then it considered Mukha for something else. No. A door's a door. Meaning a structural door is a door. Even a kavan before Shabbos, there's no other fit for purpose. There's no other purpose really for it on Shabbos itself, and therefore it is mukta. However, daltota kelim. If we start just, just referring to doors on vessels and the like, what's a chiddush there? The chiddush is that the sha'af al pishin Shabbos, despite the fact that it came off on Shabbos itself, the chiddush on that side is it would still be nitalin b'shabbos. It would still be able to move it, right? In other words, don't think that it's only if it came before Shabbos, so you could, that therefore it has a different use. That even if it came, and, and, but if it's on Shabbos itself, if a and becomes off its mukta, no, a, a door from a kli is not considered mukta. Okay? Even if it comes off on Shabbos. Okay, fine. Now, it says, Now, why it comes to the door, it's not considered a mukha, and as we explained in the Mishnah, the in tashmishim elagabi karka, that it's, it's specific tashmish is for something that's mukhubala karka and nothing else. Okay. Really, in the beginning, all kalim could be moved about on Shabbos. There seemed to be no inyan of muktzah at all. However, but once they saw this in times of Nehemia, the people were mechal Shabbos. It says, on those days, read for people that were dorchim begato, they were pressing in the gato the Shabbos. The omsim achamrim were also doing a prayer of the malachot. What they said, they said, vasum alei malakol. They said they went to the other extreme and said, you come a tatel. It sounds like in a moment, we'll correct this towards the, uh, towards the bottom of this stuff, uh, Amud, um, that it sounds like they made all keli maso to move. Even klisha machdam laheta, michama letzel, all these other things, you cannot move it. However, kemach nigadru, once they saw the people being more careful, they started repealing, taking back and being matter things one by one. Until the matter, everything except for Now here it's useful to read through this Rebbe He says, 
Initially, they made us, everything else. And of course, the Bavli here. It says, First, they said, only things that are clear. Meaning, only things that have a heter use. They said, okay, you could now move them and handle them if it's for its express purpose or if you need its location. In other words, it's, it's, it's on the table and you want to use that space. Chazur, the next thing they allowed was klisha machtolahetu also michamel itself, which means the tzorach for kli itself. For example, we said like you leave a bowl outside, can it crack in the sun? You can move it to the shade. Okay, the chazur, and then there matya also klisha machtolahetu, or as we will learn about, say a hammer, which is prime purpose is to do malacha. The tzorach kufan umekomo for tzorach kufan mean I need to crack open nuts. For example, that's going to be the next mishnah, or for its makom. However, in Omachamalatel not, but if it's in the sun and it's going to get ruined in the sun, for that they said still said it's asked. But still also only if it requires something that requires one person to move, not two. And then all Kalim. However, in other words, that was the final stage. And the Mishnah says, except for these large things. Now, why? And I read Chaim a few quite a few lines down. He says, The thing because this big large saw. And the Atatshamachrasha, which is like the knife, this big large sword sort of blade that goes into the ground when using for a plow. Hanach kapidalehu. People are makbin not to use it for anything else. They want it to get ruined. You're not going to get the, your, your chainsaw to start cutting cheese. Okay? Then you because basically you're saying this is where I want it to be or Shabbos. It's like, I think it's we refer to Muktamachmachis or Kis or something like that. And therefore, I don't want to, um, and, and I don't want to use it for anything else. So it's mamash mukta, even the Torah Kufa. Okay? Torah Kumakomo, Amiyach and Makom, that's where it is, that's where it stays. Okay? That's how it sort of, we went from one extreme to the other and then back, nearly all the way back again. Um, fine. Uh, let's continue. Rabbi Yossi says, Afat Tziprin. Tziprin is again, Yated Shechofrim Bokever, some sort of um, shovel of some sort. And um, uh, Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says, Afat ha Hogin, it says here, but it's more like organ, right? Which is like an anchor. So these are other things that, if you like, this uh, the final exception that you cannot move a them Let's continue. Meducha is like a, a mortar. So pestle mortar, that's a bowl in which you sort of grind things, the mortar. Um, now, so meducha, im if it's got garlic inside it, well, then you can metaltle it. Agav, the thing that's mortar inside it. Vim love a But if not, it's you can allow a metaltle it. Okay. Um, however, Rabbi Shimon Magana says, If it's a small one that one places on the table, then it's effectively harakarat, like no different to a bowl, you'll be able to move it on Shabbos as well. Now, Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi says, Why couldn't you move a bigger one? Sorry? Why can you move a bigger I think, no, no, you can't normally move a big one unless it's agav, something inside it, like to, to move the, the shum that's inside it. So you're treating it like a kara? Um, no, but if it doesn't get co- correct, no, when it's got something inside it, agav. I'll read Rukhain. He says, um, he says, yeah, no, all it does is, is agavashum. Okay. Otherwise, in other words, it's a basisla davar, I guess, um, mutar or something like that. And therefore, you can carry it agav for the for the shum. But otherwise, if it's a large mortar that doesn't sit on the table, it's klishem aftola, like the isur, and you won't be able to. Mm-hmm. You can't treat it like a yeah, so does that mean that you can simply put a piece of shum into it and then move it? Oh, that's interesting. We discussed these things before. 
Um, we, that was that was in the case of a fire. Could you put uh, bread on top of the satchel of coins and stuff? We discussed that, but that, I think that was only in the context of a fire, or as Rabbi Strobel pointed out, in the case of a met to move it, but not yeah. just not not just. I don't think it's something. I don't think I'm not sure, but I don't think you can do it to use it just so, so haphazardly. Okay. Um, fine. Where are we? Okay, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yalila, B'Shem Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yaakov, Baracha, B'Shem Rabbi Lazar, all these, what's this humra of this bowl? We say that's actually nothing like I explained it, rather it's Korem Lahatarat Kelim Shana. Meaning, in other words, this Madukha, because that's, why can't you move this big Madukha? That was before the Matir repealed all the Isurim. Because the Lacharatara, Shari Af Madukha, you'd even be able to move this big Madukha even without garlic inside it. Okay. Okay. Tamatanina, glustera. Now, glustera here is a bariach. It's like a bolt that they used to lock a door. Okay. But Yeshua says, What you can do, you can take it from one door, then drag it along the ground. You can't carry it properly. It's like a tiltum in that type of thing to bring it to another door to lock it on Shabbos. It's like any other clean. It's like a clean you can move it normally. Now the question: What's going on? Debei Rabbiana, what's what's the, what's the parameters of this debate? So Debei Rabbiana, Amar, that's bechatzer shelo irvahimatnita. The reason why you can't take it, according to Reb Yossi, you can't take it properly. You can have, can only slip like drag along the ground. It's because it's an air, it's an chatzer that doesn't have an air in it. The Gemara says, well, that might kind of work for Rebbe, for the first shita. However, Rebbe, how does it work for Rebbe Tarfa? Miachatzer shelo irva. How do you datina harei kukolim mitaltin bechatzer? If it doesn't. Have if there's an air of chatzero has been formed the chatzero? How, how can you say that the second shita? It's like any other kelim you can carry it. That's ridiculous. You can't carry anything in a chatzero that's no more ever. So therefore, Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rabbi Yirmi says mati b'shba b'shem Rabbi Lazar. This must be kodem hatarat kelim shano. This is again when it was most mach like all the way back when it was originally machmir, and that's why the bariach you wouldn't be able to drag it, even though it's really klisha malach delaheter. It's a proper kli. It's a normal kli. So the then question is, One second. Again, if it works for one, how does it work for the other shita? What's the debate then in this brighter? Okay, you've explained why Rebbe um, Rebbe Yoshua is much more just has to be dragged along. You can't metal left in sort of kind of like a tiltal minatzad because it's when it was really machmir that could metal kalim. But what then? What is it? The, the second shita, Rebbe Tarpan saying, no, it's like any any clean metal full of at that time, nothing was, wasn't it? Isn't that what we said? So, no, we say, No, it's not like any kalim, but rather like the three kalim in the beginning, nonetheless, they still allowed someone to metaltel. And what are they? So here they're talking about a small knife to say cut bread, or uh, like that's more of a, a type of blade that they use to cut a cake of pressed figs. And a zoma listra, that's, we've discussed it, I think, a number of times. It comes out of Mishnah's quite a bit. It's um, like a, um, it's a clee that has like two heads in it, right? That uh, when one was, one cuff, they had one big cuff on one end of it, end of, end of it that they used to clean out the Zuhama, another one that fork at the other end. And in any event, but what's the point of these three kalim? Rechaim says, Hanach gimel keivan de tadirin betashmish lo in other words, even when they went all the way to Machmir to Asr, everything, it wasn't really everything, because there were matter things that were mash tadir. Like, they're not going to make Asr a, a kitchen knife at that time, in the beginning, when they're trying to Asr everything. Things that were mash tadir needed, they were still mutar, even in the most Machmir time, when uh, they were gozer against nearly all Kelev. Okay, let's continue. Chatzot 
And here we're talking about actually Rukhani says they're probably talking about a, a shofar, really, because they used to blow shofarot on Arab Shabbos to the three times that um three times they would blow it, one Labatella um Hamim Malacha. And there was Okay. Now the question is that what would they do with a shofar at the end? It says shofar They'll blow on top of the on the roof. And then leave it there. The Gemara asks, one second, why can't they move it? Isn't it a kli? Now, what do you mean isn't a kli? Because a shofar is actually possible to use it for other purposes. That was like the more primitive, if you like, a baby bottle. That they would get a shofar, they'd fill it with water, and a small little end, they'd give it to a baby to drink. So why did they have to leave the shofar up there? Why couldn't they move it? And once again, we say, Once again, Yerushalmi says, no, this is at the time when, again, there were more, most machmir regarding kalim, what can be moved on Shabbos. Okay, Rabbi Zira B'Shem Rabbi Elazar says, Kanim bakalot kodem kelim shanu. What's that referring to? Now here it's referring to on the shulchan, where they put the lechem apanim, the showbread, okay, that was there from Shabbos to Shabbos. And it said, what would happen is, is that normally during the week, there was kanim, there were little, um, like, if you imagine, imagine sort of hollow reeds that were cut in half, and they were slit in to prop up the lechem apanim one on top of the other. Now it says before Shabbos they would take them out. They put the lechem apanim in stacked up all on one top of another, and Motzei Shabbos they put the sticks back in again, and they couldn't take it out or put it in on Shabbos. Now the question is why not? What's the what's the isu? What's the muktzah here regarding the keli? So we say once again the Gemara is saying that must be kodem lahatarat kelim shanu. That must be at the time when that Mishnah was referring to at the time before when they were most most machmi regarding what kelim can be moved on Shabbat. Okay, next continue. He is referring to luchot, boards that came from a boat. You cannot move them on Shabbos because it's miuchan for a boat. However, However, if they could be used to cover food or kalim, then you can metal for them. Okay, so Amar Rebbe. And it says, Amar Rebbe La, Af Al Pi, Af Al Gav the Tema Kikisui Kalim, even though you say it's like, they're like Kalim, Buhushia Leyen Torat Kli, Torat Kli, sorry, that's only if it itself has a form of a Kli. Now, what does that mean, Torat Kli? I read your Chaim, he says, Eimetalinotam Elebeshishem Torat Kli, Shit Kinlukach. It's been, you've done a Ma'aser to make it fit for acting at that purpose. The Kiyah Gav the Mikshav Kli, because that's when it's defined as a Kli. Behind the levachim, also these boards, nami you still can't move them. unless you've done some sort of action, to give it a clear, and then you can metal it. Okay, fine. Um, anything that's uh, can be metal with requires two people to carry. You can you can carry it. Now the kolkli you can carry it. However, the Arba Vachamisha, if, however, something's very big and heavy, it requires four or five people, then we say you cannot move it. Why? Rebchaim says the Kobdan Kovam. Because it's so heavy, its weight is made, basically makes it Kovea et Makomo. It fixes its place. And therefore, Kevan de Michad Lehem Makomam, the Ein Tashmishan, Elaboto Makom, Akte Midate. And since it's so heavy and it's Kovea et Makom, 
then your maximedate, you basically say, I have no intention of moving it, and therefore it is muktar, so therefore you can carry it. However, Amar Abzira, Amar Mutar, Apilo Mutar. says, one second, if two, why, why not four or five? What happened was we said the Talia, the young, the young people were carrying the benches, and the Savaya, the Zakani were insisting them. So you see these benches of Ribud and Pazi, they were very big. There were quite many of the people, and there was Mutar to move That there was a um, we have a, a Maisa that they carry the Karon. A Karon literally means a wagon. There can also be a sort of like a transporting, like a chair of some sort, movable chair of some sort. They're very heavy. Um, and the grammar says, Now, what's the Chirush by telling us that it's metal to this Kli? Isn't it a Kli anyway? So the grammar says, No. The Havamina would you think to make a Asul means for Il, Ve'en Tashmishan, El Komam. You might think since it's only usually used in its location. Nipnea covet or something like that, then maybe in the metatum like we thought to say by large Kalim required three or four people to move it. We call that a rebbe chair. A rebbe chair, okay, fine. So you can move. Now Rebbe Huda Bashem Shmuel, Kupat Dolot the Sugin, which is like Salim Gudolim. So big box of bars. And the of Bashabas, you can move them once again. Shalotomar, you might think, well, the Tashmi Kram, since they're very big. It might be that it's Kovela Makom. You might think Emetatl in Otam, but the answer is you can. Next, Rabbi Abba Vishem Shmuel, Machbesh Mitot, which is, Machbesh um, is only like a press. We see in the context of clothing here, but here the, the context of Rabchaim says Machbesh Mitot means they used to use it to press down boards. So you, you slice wood, but you want to have it flat. So they press it, they put it in this press. Then, in other words, you can metatl it. And mitot, so machmim metatl not on the Shabbos. Okay, and once again, you don't say, mitnea kovet, it's kovet makot. So Rebbe, Rebbe B'Shem Rav, kovet elion v'tachton. Now, this is referring to a weaving machine. So kovet elion v'tachton. So that's the rolls in the beginning and the end of which the warp threads are sort of stretched across and, and you roll gradually. It says, metatl not on, you can move them. However, chutz min ha'omdim. So uh, the Amudim themselves, not. Now, why not? So you'll see in a moment, it says, Amrabba meaning those in Babel. Amudim de Shekan, or you've got Sheben here, but Shekan is Mutam. But those Amudim that are here is Mutam. Now, what's the difference between here and there? There, what used to happen, those, those, those tall pillars, they used to actually bury almost into the ground to, for, like, to give it structural support or something like that. So therefore, you, there you couldn't do it because when you pull it out of the ground, the concern is you're going to end up smoothing in the hole and then be over on the malachas. We said many times that we are Ashvei Gubot. Many discussions like what malachah that is. Rabbi Zir B'Shem Rav Yehuda B'Shem Rav says, "Kanin v'chavalin shel kurias metaltei don't have b'shabes." Now, what's this kurias? These are Reb Chaim says also clay or ariga. Let me just get inside here. He says henami clay haorgim. Now the point is, is that um, people generally chasalehem. They're be they're they're like Professional tools, you don't want to get ruined. So it says as follows. So it says, you can metal on a Shabbos. However, Ma'ad Reb Yossi, Amar Reb Yochan, Asha'al Reb Yehuda, Ma'ad Tatal Klei Kores B'Shabbos, Amar Le'en Metatalim. You know, the reason why it's Mutar, because you can see the Reb Yossi, so Reb Yochan asked Reb Yehuda ben Levi, can you metal? And he says, you can. However, Reb Yehuda ben Pazi says, Lo Mar Ken, he didn't say that. 
Ela Reb Yochanan Shaal Reb Yehuda Ben Levi. He asks the following question: Can you metaltel on Shabbos? Amar Le. He says, "Ain metaltelim. You cannot metaltel it. It's mutzah." Amar Le. Lama. Why so? So Amar Le. He's responding with Nisha. Ain metaltelim because they're not moved. What does that mean? They're not moved. Reb Chaim Potni says as follows: Even even on Chol, they wouldn't be moved. Kolomar ain derech letal tell people wouldn't stop moving these things. Have these expert tools, these professional tools, haphazardly. Mimeshachas alehem. That's like machmochis or kiss or something like that. And therefore, hilkach after Shabbos, it's like a high level of muktza that it can't be moved. Right? Kovelam akom that type of thing. Now, let's now look at Mishnah Bet. Notela dam kulnus liktsua bo egozim o kardom lechatoch badvela. Now here we're looking at kailin and machtola isor, and we're using for a heter purpose. So a kulnus like a a mallet or a hammer to crack open nuts, a cardum like a hatchet to cut open a, a devela, which is again a cake of pressed figs, or magera of like a small sore, la gur bo et agvina to cut your cheese. Okay. Uh, Umagrefali grof bo et agrogeret. This is like a type of like a rake of sorts um, to, uh, to, to, to start pulling, to, to, to rake up some grogerot, some pretty figs. Now, if you remember from the learning Mishnas, um, it's referring to the mazleg. So the rachat is a long tool, a long arm tool, like a shovel they use for winnowing. And the mazleg is like a pitchfork. And that's to give food to a katan. And the example is brought in the Mishnah Mishnah. It's like the katan's on the side of, the, of, of like a stream of water and you need a, a long tool to give him food. These are tools used in weaving, that's to like to spear some food, to eat it. And machat shelyad, also a needle, we'll discuss this case to remove a needle. With these thicker type of needles of, of those that manufacture sacks, that's That's to use to open a door for someone who's lost their key. So that it sort of shift the lock. I don't think it's as fancy as our locks that you talk about little pins, but like to shift the lock inside the door to open Okay, fine. That's again all malach. These are klisha machtola isor letzorch gufan for its purpose to use it. Now, it says notel adam adam kunus liftzor by gozim. The question is hashelo liftzorabo, but if you don't want to use it to crack it open, then you won't be able to move it. Now, the assumption, therefore, meaning even letzorch mekomo, which is interesting, because again we said kochachamim klisha malachtola isor. Let's just get this clear. I need its place, it's occupying a place on my table, I'm allowed to move it. It was, Chachamim only said, you're not allowed to, just to remember that. So therefore, what's, who's, our Mishnah, who's the author of our Mishnah then? If you're saying, even you can't move it, because Rabbi Nechemia says, you're going to take a clear Litzorech. Now there's two ways to understand Rabbi Nechemia. I would have liked to go through this in Reb Chaim, but I'll just say it outside, just uh, to keep the Shir within, somewhat within time. And that is either it means that, that according to Rabbi Nechem, you can only metatel akilat sorech gufo, and it doesn't matter if it's klil bachtola isol klishem bachtola heter. Okay, um, so therefore our Mishnah says even though we're dealing with klishem bachtola isor, as long as it's sorech makom, you can still metatel it. However, there's another explanation of Rabbi Nechemia, which is which I think we're probably more familiar with. Maybe the Rabbi Nechemia says you can only metatel akilat sorech tash misho. Only for the, its express use, okay, not for anything else. So therefore, you have to be understanding. Lefatzeba gozim shari must be talking about a a hammer. I'll just read the end of the chaim. 
Um, it says, here is it, one second. So I, I, I caught up on my words. But in other words, the second way of understanding is we're talking about this hammer was already set aside from Erev Shabbos to use for that purpose, which is interesting. So it changes the whole thing. I think you're more familiar with. Fine. So let's now continue. Okay. So Meaning, to use it for a hammer to crack nuts, for example, or to move it off the table because you need to put, use the table. However, if it's melech tol heter, ben letzorach ben shelo letzorach. Meaning, if it's something melech melech tol heter, a bowl, you're allowed to move it even mechamel itself. Okay, even letzorach, not your tzorach, but tzorach of the kli. So Amar Reb Yosef Ra'ah ad Heichanikilu b'Shabbos. See how far we've been making when it comes to Shabbos. Shefil dvam she'ain tashmishan l'shem Shabbos. Tirolotan l'shem Shabbos. You see, even these things that normally are not used for Shabbos, like Kilim Shol Isur. You matter you to you to use them the Shem Shabbos. Okay. Uh, now the Gemara says now brings a contrasting case by the laws of Tumantara, as you see as follows: Demar Eliezer Dlufka. Now Dlufka is like a t- a small table, a dulpaki. I think it's I think there's another way of pronouncing it, but um, this is a small table onto which they used to place Kalim. So it wasn't Tashmish. A dalpak. Dalpak. In today's, in today's language. Oh, and nowadays they call it dalpak as well? Yeah, dalpak in the bank. For instance, the little thing before the glass, when the, when the girl sits behind the glass to give you money, and I you have that up. little piece of, 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 of thing in front of you where you have to sign that you got the money, that's called the dalpak. Okay, so, so that's not exactly what we're talking about in the Mishnah, because that, that, that definition would still be Tashmish Adam. I'm using it to sign on or do things like that. A dulfiki then was a, something that they was like a, I mean, they probably borrowed the term, but um, it was more like a display, like a table in which they put kalim, food, drink, and things like that. But it wasn't ta- it was before putting on the table. It wasn't Tzorach Adam. I'll show you really, Chaim. Let's, let's say an eating bar, an eating bar in the kitchen is also called a dalpak. You know, yeah, the small you eating. You eat at it, you'd serve from it. No, no, it's, it's the same. You can okay, use it for the same thing. Yeah. Um, here it says, it's clear that Shemesima love clay, hayain, kagon kosor, etc. And the, am I, now the question is, the question is, why is it susceptible to Tumah? Lama yitmeya? 
And the reason the reason why it's a question is because Naig the Shulchan Tamir Chaim says Vaapagav the Einu Elab Shuteklit despite the fact it's simply a Shuteklit. There's no Beit Kibble. Hamirim b'Torat Konim we're Mamrabim Mishum Mesham She Adam Mesham She Kelim because it serves a person a Kelim. Aval Dalufki Dufki is is um Ha Einu Ella Meshamesh Kelim U Meshamesh Adam Lo Habi. It doesn't serve a person. So why is it acceptable to Tomet? It should be a Shuteklit. It doesn't serve a person. It should be Tower. So it says, because an attendant, what he would do on the side, he would eat off it. Okay. What a basisti day, the, the base under, underneath his tufi. Why is lama eat me? Why is that also susceptible to him? I don't understand. Because hashamash would even stand on it. Ah, so he says, look at the contrast with Tumatara Tara and Shabbos. Re'e ad heicha nechmiru betuma. Meaning, contrast it with Shabbos. When it came to Shabbos, what did we say? We said that um, the, even things that uh, really aren't meant to be used on Shabbos, Chachamim say, no, you can use them on Shabbos. When it comes to Tumul, we see quite the opposite. We see things that really, even themselves, aren't really considered a clear basis for something that's a clear that's not really used even when we Shabbos, they'll mark me to extend the laws of Tumul to that as well. Okay, you said that. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you.